everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the official NBA Beancast. Uh, this is just going to be a pod about NBA news, results, trade rumors, and most importantly... Just talking some absolute shit. Pretty much. <laughs> so to, yeah, we'll have like four viewers, but we hope you enjoy it. That'll be good. <laughs> It'll be good. <laughs> we do it for you guys. We do yeah, it for small guys. That's right. We're putting out for you four guys. <laughs> Just yeah. time for some uh, quick introductions. My name is Prad. I love defense, the Warriors, and my family in that order. Um, I'm Bill. I love uh, Giannis, Luca, of course, and just watching good basketball like Spurs of old and Golden State in recent years. I'm Karan. I love the Celtics. I'm the president of the Chris Middleton fan club, and I love beans. Uh, I'm a Jinka. I'm a Laker fan, and... Um... My favourite thing in the world is mid-range fadeaways. <laughs> Contested mid-range fadeaways. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we'll, we'll be starting with some uh, NBA news from the past week. Some winners and losers who we think of you know, a feel-good story or someone who's just going to end up in a poor situation altogether. And then we'll finish with some uh, predictions. Some oh, general shit posting yeah. time at the end of the cast, of yep. course. Try and finish with a little prediction at the end. Um... We're just going to jump right into it. So we'll start with uh, the big upcoming debut of Zion Williamson. Um, team for that. 22nd against the, the Spurs. Um, so I'll start things off. What do you guys think he's going to do in his first serve? Mm, yeah, I reckon he'll play about 20 minutes because I think the Pelicans are going to be managing his minutes very carefully. If you just look at how they've handled mm-hmm. him, they've mm-hmm. basically put him in cotton wool. They really, really... So yeah, I think he's going to play about 20 minutes. Yeah. Put up some numbers, about 12 points, 8, 9 rebounds. I'm going Maybe a couple of assists. I'm going bigger. I, I, think, I think 20 and 10, honestly. How many minutes? 25. 25 minutes for Bro, 20 and 10. To be fair, he did do that in summer league. He wasn't playing many minutes. I mean, it's he, different in the yeah. league, but yeah. who's matching up on him from San Antonio? Aldridge is big enough, not strong enough, not fast enough. DeRozan's too small. <laughs> I mean, and he doesn't play defense anyway. Spurs don't have Boris Diaw anymore, so... And there's, like, there's literally no tape on this guy in an NBA game. Yeah, true. (laughs) It's going to be... I I think he could match LeBron's debut. I think it will be special. Passing? He's a good passer. I mean, mean, he's not LeBron, but he's a good passer. Yeah, he's a good decision maker. He's not a good playmaker yet in in terms of the league, but he makes the right decisions, I think. Yeah, I could see him getting, like, two or three assists as well in limited minutes. I think maybe more. Is the, the Pels the number two for threes? They space the four. Do you reckon you'll get enough more though? Yeah, they, they'll they'll want him. Oh yeah, they it's, want it's, they they just want, made a debut. Yeah, they yeah. they want the they want it. the NBA and the world to support this guy and their franchise. Yeah. He's, they're, they're feeding that man. Trust me. He's, and he's just the way Lonzo Ingram and stuff play, they. They're going to look for him oh, yeah. when he's coming down the lane. They love know, getting each other exploding. involved. Yeah. Ingram's an underrated passer. He is, yeah. As yeah. long as he doesn't fall asleep during the game. He fell asleep again today. Hey, yeah. do you reckon this guy gets baked before he plays? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he looks like it. But he Charles Barkley 2.0. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. Hey, uh, <laughs> it's... <laughs> there are many players that have said they've played baked before. We will, man. Nah, 100%. Swaggy P? Clay Thompson. Swaggy P, I don't think Swaggy P gets baked. I think I think he takes something else. I can see Zion just just rocking up, cooked and just banging five threes. <laughs> <laughs> no chance by accident. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> All right, on, um, on Zion, on the least games played to win Rookie of the Year is around fifty-eight. Mm. Who was yeah. that? 
I couldn't remember <laughs> the name, yeah. but sometime in the 70s, 80s. Um, yeah, it's Come a, on, okay. Okay. Who was that? He can play, I think, about 40. Probably won't play back-to-backs from here, so looking yeah. high 30s, is it enough time for mm. him? No How chance, many games did Joel Embiid play in his rookie season? Because he was thirty-eight, and he was second. And he was second to Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, Brogdon. Brogdon. Uh, yeah. Brogdon I just, only did ten points a game. Yeah, I just don't think that's enough. I mean, if Brogdon can win over Embiid doing ten points a game, we've got John Morant, who's you know Super Memphis are a playoff the team. Fuck out. Yeah, all star level just already. Doesn't make sense. You know, almost there. Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight, he'd, be, he'd probably be pretty close to an all star in the East. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who, who, which guards would you put above him right now? From the east, in the east, Kyrie, Kyrie, Trey, Kemba. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's three. That's that's Chris, a Chris that's is a bad. forward, I think. So yeah, it's that's a like space a, for swing man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's it. Yeah, we're Brad Beal. We're probably forgetting if someone really. Brad Beal, Zach Levine, sure, but no, not Zach. Yeah, because the thing is, the Grizzlies are winning. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, they're already in the playoff position. Um, but we'll move on. Keep on, uh, keep on, Zan. What do you think he does to the rest of the Pelicans? We've got Lonzo bowling. That, <laughs> that was not intentional. Brad, you gotta stop this. Um, Brandon Ingram, he's playing well. Um, even Josh Hart has picked it up. So what do you think he does to the rest of their situations right now? So if you look at how Brandon Ingram, Lonzo ball, even Josh Hart like to operate, I don't think there'll be too much overlap i don't think there'll be anyone stepping on anyone's toes because zion well, obviously he doesn't take perimeter shots he's not the kind of guy that's gonna bop a dude on the perimeter drive past use screens get to the rack and finish he's just gonna power his way through but he also doesn't need too many touches he can finish around the rim he can get putbacks all that sort of stuff so his scoring isn't limited to just having the ball at all times yeah. i think he'll fit in perfectly fine yeah do you think he'll end up with something like a what a montrez harrell type role Maybe Ooh. for this season they'll. That's interesting. Yeah, he'll definitely Maybe. start. Yeah. He'll definitely yeah. start, but I, I think so. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Clean the glass, get some outside Lots. touches. I yeah. can. Do, I just think easy buckets for him. I think he's just. It's he's gonna be too good. This guy. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just job know. over everyone. He's yeah. too big, too strong, too fast. Ah, you're making me sad, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I won't put that on him. What about Drew Holiday? Bit of a outlier in that situation right now. I really like Drew. I do. I, I think he's been really underrated the last few years, but Lonzo's the perfect Drew mold. Like he, he's gonna be everything and more. Like, he, he probably won't be as good a scorer. I don't think he'll ever have to score twenty plus a game for the Pels to be really good. Obviously, because they're gonna have Zion and and Brandon, and obviously these. 75,000 picks they're getting from the ladies <laughs> coming up. Um, Josh Bart, don't forget Josh Bart. Yeah, well, he's a good spot up. He'll be good. But I, I, I think that it... I mean, it's hard. Like, what, what are they going to trade him for, though? Like, you don't need a piece now. You need a piece in three or four years' time. Mm. And they're already getting pieces from the Lakers in a few years. Mm. What, what, do you, what do you trade for him? I think we'll see. Maybe not... In, at the deadline, but I think in the off season, um, yeah. depending on how the Pels go with yeah, their I playoff agree. push, I agree. Um, I think Drew himself might ask for us to be moved, or I'm not sure what his contract situation. I think is, a lot will depend yeah. on how good Zion is. Yeah, as well. As well. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm predicting huge from him. I, yeah. I think that they'll 
even next year they'll they'll be wanting to trade Drew for a piece and, and yeah. Brandon Zion and Lonzo can easily take them to yeah. you know be that's the key five, isn't six. it like yeah. Yeah, like people were saying why is Zion even coming back why doesn't he just you have to man they make the playoffs. yeah well, mean, make the playoffs but more than that Marnie they'll be able to figure out franchise yeah and also like you need to play. But yeah, like, I well, mean to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's but, true. But Ben Simmons, he didn't play. He came, was massive in his first yeah, season. Yeah, but then he true. played, and where did Philly go? To the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. But that's what we're saying. The Pels can do that this year. Can they? Well, oh, e- yeah. e- even if they don't, the, the good thing for the Pels from the front office point of view is to see how they fit together. Yeah. And then start to figure out if this young core goes forward, keeps developing and growing. What is it going to look like? And based on that, they'll be More able to... More time to decide on what yeah. they need. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Whose spot no. do you think they're taking if they make the playoffs? Okay, so the Pels are the 12th seed right now. They're but currently... it's close. There's three games from, from 8 to like 12, right? Yeah, they're currently sitting at 16 and 27, though. I'd... How, I many mean... ga- how many games back from 8? Uh, about four. It... Four and a half. Yeah. I mean, I think the Pels are as good as the Grizzlies, the Spurs... Probably not OKC just because of their veteran presence all over the shop, but I, I think they can they can definitely challenge for a, a low seed definitely. And I mean, imagine imagine the first round of the playoffs, you've already got Zion versus LeBron. Imagine how much money the Pals make from that. You can't tell me they wouldn't want that. That's true, true but I mean, going through the playoff seeding right now, you've got Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, obviously, Utah's rolling, Rockets. Those guys are locks. Even the obviously the Dallas Mavericks are a lock. Oh yeah. At most, you could say the Thunder and the Grizzlies, but the Thunder are one of the, again one of the I teams that'll make it. They'll make it. They're Thunder already are positive, yeah. Yeah. you know, have a positive record. And then there's the Grizzlies, who again are rolling. They're 22, uh, 20 and twenty two. I think the Pels will be better though than the Grizzlies from from here on. For real? Oh yeah, yeah. I think they're already better. They, they've won like ten of their last twelve. With Lonzo coming back, yeah, I think since Lonzo's come yeah. back, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's been big for in them. Their, in the last, well, they've had no playmaker. Six and five as well. Ten. I mean, yeah. Ingram's good, but he can't run the offense like that. No, he's, well, he's he not can. there yet. No, he's well, not there. Yet. No, he's not yet. He's not there yet. Soon. Well, not without Lonzo. I think yeah. he's a good secondary playmaker. Oh, he's perfect. For and him, um, the way they're playing now, I, I, it's tough because you've still got teams like. The Blazers, who somehow if they figure and something out, Ariza's a good yeah. get for them. Spurs are still there. It's it's going to be tough to make the playoffs from here. I think they've just lost too many games at this point in the season. Yeah, but but it, it, I don't think it it's matters. It's going to be a I good think, finish. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter for them. I think they just need to see how's the young core going to look, and based on that, make some decisions in the off season to the future speed up the you know the time challenging yeah. process. Yeah, I yeah, think like the important did. the important thing in that in that case, if they're going for the playoffs, is that. Even if they, you know, okay, we have a chance to make the playoffs, they still have to be consistent with easing Zion back oh, into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, for like the the Wizards are doing the same thing with John Wall. It's, um, it's not if you know we have a chance to make the playoffs, we're going to bring him back early. It's whatever his timeline is. That's staying as it is. Yeah. The same yeah. thing has to happen it's with important. Zion. Yeah. No, I agree. Because yeah, yeah you, you don't want a situation where you've invested the number one pick into someone who's. Obviously, you don't want Greg Oden again. Exactly. Right. I mean, you want you want. I mean, he still misses games, but you want Joel Embiid. You want Ben Simmons. You want these guys. You, I mean, you, you want you, even you, Markel Fultz. No, no, you you don't want Joel Embiid. You want Ben Simmons. <laughs> we'll Joel Embiid still misses too many games. This, this is on our uh, to to discuss. <laughs> to discuss. But yeah, obviously, you've invested such a high pick into this player. You've invested so much time and money into getting him right. You want to make sure that he's right before he goes. Yeah. Because it, 
blowing the number one pick could set a franchise back how many years? Many. Like we Tim saw it with Portland. We saw it with the um, what the Cavaliers already when they drafted Andrew Bennett. Yeah, Anthony, brilliant decision. Anthony Bennett yeah. shows how much we care about <laughs> Andrew Bennett, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, Patty. What we got? Yeah. Um, we got the next. Uh, Kyrie Irving and the Nets. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Karan, take it away. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah. Kyrie. A lot of experience. Um, my man. The best former Celtics. My man. Playing in the right. I'm just going to read out the the main part of the comments first. He said, I mean, it's transparent. It's out there. It's glaring in terms of the pieces that we need it in order to be at that next level. I'm going to continue to reiterate it. We're doing going to do the best with the guys that we have in our locker room now, and we'll worry about the others, all the other stuff in terms of moving pieces and everything else as an organization down the line in the summer. So the, the part that uh, really got people moving was uh, he started talking about um, the players that they currently have. So we knew that we were coming into the into the beginning of the season. Uh, guys were going down left and right. Garrett Temple is out. DeAndre Jordan got just got hurt tonight, and Wilson Chandler is coming back. Um, we need pieces, more pieces for Kevin Durant, DJ, GT, Spence, Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis Levert, and we'll see how that evolves. So specifically the players that everyone is clamoring about that he left out are Jarrett Allen, um, Joe Harris, those two. I mean, uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I don't think that was a deliberate slight against those guys because he's mentioned dudes like DeAndre Jordan and Garrett Temple. Yeah. Joe Harris and Jared Allen are clearly better than them. Even I'm pretty sure Kyrie would know that. I think he was just listing players and he thinks that he needs more guys. But the, the I think this is getting blown out of proportion. Like yeah. it's it's I think where he was coming from. Yeah. We know how Kyrie is and sometimes he doesn't quite say like yeah, the things he says flat. just seem yeah. Stuff like that. But I think what the point he was trying to get at is that, yes, the Nets have been injured. They have had guys out for periods of time. You know, Levert was out earlier this year. And um, obviously Kyrie was out. KD's been out for the season. I think the point he was trying to get at is, as a franchise, they're not... Where they want to be. Where they want to be. And yeah. I think that's just the point he was trying to get across. I mean, Maybe mentioning guys wasn't the best way to do it. No. Uh, and yeah, it came across... You can't call them out. I mean, do yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. if you if you say yeah. some people, you've got to say everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's no, just that's really that's stupid yeah. timing all, yeah. all together. He's just missed, what, He's 20, just come back. He's just come back. Come back. Yeah. Missed that I mean, many games, and then um, he just played a crap game as well. I mean, he was minus 29. And he joined the team knowing full well that KD, KD is out. not going to be yeah. back this season. That's what... I, he like, knew that. What were the expectations on the Nets? That, to me, they were never even making the conference finals. They would be lucky to win the first round with what they have without oh, Kevin Durant. I, yeah, I had them as like the eight seed if they stayed mostly healthy without like, KD. I, but, I don't yeah. think they, they can beat the Bucks, Philly, Toronto. I, I don't even think they'll beat the Pacers. Like, I, I just don't. <laughs> Especially without KD. I mean, there's there's... At this point, it's just staying competitive to stay competitive. That's their real goal for this season for them. And the thing that really confuses me about this is because everyone's clamoring about that first part where he mentioned all those players. He mentioned Jarrett Allen later in the comments. Right. He actually said, um, yeah, he you know, did. you have to live with those results when he was talking about his own shot making. And a lot of my teammates picked me up. Spence did a good job of continuing to attack. Jarrett Allen played well. He specifically already mentioned Jarrett. There's one player missing from that group. Or maybe two, Torian Prince and Joe Harris. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I, as I said before, I don't think it was malicious. I don't think he was trying to say that Jared Allen and Joe Harris aren't good players because they clearly are. But at the end of the day, 
You've just come back. You gotta be careful with the media you, these you can't, days. Yeah, it's you, a twenty-four. They're gonna run away now. with this stuff. Yeah, that's right. They can take whatever they want and turn it into. I think it raises a bigger question though, just about Kyrie's leadership. I think yeah. it's yeah. gonna be interesting when KD's back as to like. KD how, has to be the alpha. Like well, you say the alpha, but I don't think he's shown in his career that he can be that guy in the locker room who's taking sort of taking mm. control of now this. Now's the time and to. Now's the time for him to do it. We'll see what happens next season. Kyrie, there's gonna be a bit of. Like Kyrie needs to figure out what his personality is going to be like when they are contending. Because yeah. I don't think he, I think he struggled that with that in Boston. Obviously, it oh, didn't yeah. work out in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. The like, expectations were yeah. huge. Too. What he does on the court and what he does in the locker room, there's such a big disconnect mm. between the two. And yeah. if the Nets are going to be successful, they can't do it without Kyrie fi- figuring that out. See, like, I don't think yeah. there's actually such a big disconnect because, like, you could see him berate Gordon Hayward or Jason Tatum if they took uh, what he considered a bad shot. Mm. He'd let them know about it on the court. He'd berate them for taking the shot. There was a play I can't, oh, I can't remember who it. I can't remember who it was against, but he absolutely let Gordon have it for I think passing to the wrong person. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I was thinking more in terms of his play because yeah. as a, as a player, there's yeah, nothing yeah. you can say but about. Kyrie. I, I think it's that could be good because if you look yeah. at Golden State, that they were close to the tipping point a lot of the time. Yeah. Especially in the close games, like you had Draymond and KD going at each other more than yeah. they were going at the opposition and they were unbelievable because they knew what good basketball was. Yeah, but they when, all wanted the right decision. Yeah, made. but when you saw when you saw the tension start to flare up, this was when people were this is when the media comes into it and they start creating the, the yeah. KD's leaving narratives. And I think <laughs> Which like, mean, yeah. as Pratt would know. The and Net, I think the Nets are going to be very susceptible to things happening in the media. Like, you just look at their personalities well, and Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Yeah. Like, and Kyrie. I mean, it's a in spotlight that yeah. like it's a spotlight that only Kyrie Irving is is ready for. The rest of those players have just been a you know up and coming dog a dog type team that plays hard. Mm. The the spotlight has never been on Jarrett Allen as like a superstar yeah. or anything. An interesting parallel there is between that and the Clippers. I don't think the Clippers are very different. The Clippers were an underdog team last yeah. season. They was, they sort of had a chip on their shoulders. They're in LA. Then Paul George and the way the way Paul George and Kawhi have come in and the Big sort of time. leadership that Kawhi has shown, I think is very commendable. Is that yeah. obviously they've had a, a few spots. He where doesn't say anything. Are, yeah, but that's <laughs> maybe, not, maybe, maybe not to the maybe not to the mid-range fadeaway. I think in the locker room, I, I just think he's exactly he's such an even keel guy that you like know he can what keep you're getting. Team, yeah, yeah, he can yeah. keep the team level. On the on the flip side of that, Kyrie and you don't Kevin Durant are very volatile. That's The way like the team's identity has to change. And I think what you can take out of Kyrie's comments is maybe there will be a point in the off-season where they'll think about, all right, this is what the team's identity needs to be. We need to deal these guys. Yeah, like, I we agree. can't have... Well, I don't know. Maybe he'll say we can't have Spencer Dinwiddie. We can't have whatever. Silver, yeah. I don't know if he's, how they're... You know, what they're looking Operating, to build. Yeah. But um, maybe if there was something malicious, that's what he would be. But I don't think there was, to be honest. No, and I don't think Kyrie has that sort of organisational pull in Brooklyn either. Yeah. Do you I, think, I, I, I don't think he'd be yeah. able to get players... What he wants. I think I, KD I, would, but I don't. KD I don't might, think but Kyrie when would. you actually look at the type of or the players that can just get guys out of the team or get guys in the team at, mm. at a whim, yeah, it's a very short list. Like LeBron in Cleveland is one player that people say did have that sort of power, but yeah. then realistically, who else? I think Steph, especially the Warriors. I mean, yeah. people wanted to man. They got Demarcus Cousins for nothing. He. <laughs> Demarcus chose that as well. Everyone forgets that. Yeah, but that that's that, that was because he that... was injured, but he still wanted to play there, man. They don't get KD either on twenty million a year for no reason. Do you no think reason. guys want to play with Kyrie and Kevin Durant? I don't. I don't. I honestly. 
I don't know. I think there's like the reason. Obviously, those three players went there because they were mates, essentially. <laughs> Um, yeah. like yeah, the, no, the, no, the yeah. Nets only signed DeAndre Jordan because they got the other two. Yeah, yeah. they were like, "This guy, these three are great friends. Let's get them all together." <laughs> I mean, hey, I think we'll about... find out. We'll find out very, very soon. Once KD is back, that there'll be moves made for sure. Like, if that team's not what they expect, it's not what they want it to be. Mm. It, it's going to be like like Cleveland again when LeBron's there. You're in a championship window. You've got an elite point guard. You've got probably the best small forward in the game if he's healthy in KD. And I think that everyone's on the trading block. And I'll say this as well about Kyrie. He knows what it takes to get a championship. He's been on a championship team. He knows... So, obviously, yes. He knows what's required. So, I think he's seeing it from the perspective of we need to win now. I don't think... Well, sure, he does realise... He wants to win now. He He wants wants to to win win now. But... The Nets don't have that timeline. Yeah, he needs to understand that... He just needs to wait till KD gets back. Yeah. And then once they get an understanding of how the whole team meshes together, then they can start to figure out what they need to do. Yeah. Um, well, we'll move on. Actually, well, Kyrie Irving did respond to those comments. So if you want, we can go through that. Yeah. Um, he said that he actually reached out to make sure that nothing was... I'll just read the comment, actually. I reached out to make sure nothing was taken out of context, making sure that the guys knew exactly what I meant. And that is the only thing that matters. Everyone can say, if I was in this position, I would have said this. I would have done this. They have no idea because they've never been at this level. (laughs) So how could you even comment on it? I'm going to continue to demand greatness out of myself and demand greatness out of my teammates. And we go from there. If If it's harsh as a leader or too much for anybody, if you're not in our locker room, stay the expletive out of it. It's as simple as that. I I agree. I think he just inadvertently says things that he doesn't mean <laughs> in the, to that foot, but he yeah. needs to. That's a thing, he's in Brooklyn now. You you you're gonna be getting. In, yeah. yeah, you yeah. you need to start thinking yeah. about. You need that LeBron. You need to think of every single word you're gonna yeah. say when you're getting into. But, but, but here's the thing, right? Like I feel like when you okay, he reached out to the players. He made sure they knew exactly what he said. I think do that, but also like the way Kyrie comes off. Is I don't I don't care. He's got that Russell Westbrook vibe to him. Maybe not as extreme, but it's like I don't care about the media. You guys, yeah. you know, he's done that. Yeah, in if that is thing. the case, the way you handle it with the media should be very simple. Keep your responses very short. Yeah, you don't need to. There are times when players the just don't need to answer certain They just choose not to, right? Spot on. And yeah. just handle things in the locker room the way you want to. But don't like don't dig a hole for yourself by doing this. And yeah. Kyrie still hasn't learned to do this, which is no. just so surprising to me. Like, and I think Russ at least owns it now. Like yeah. he's at that point where it, it yeah. doesn't matter what they say to him, yeah. he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. And I think Kyrie would be fine to go down that path. Yeah, we should learn how to do it, honestly. Um, and one thing I will say again with Kyrie, well, we do toast players for we do yeah, we do toast players for not being candid with the media, but at the end of the day, we don't want to create distractions in the locker room, right? Yeah. And as long as the team isn't being distracted, then yeah. it's all good. Oh, we're already going. Okay, yeah, that's good. Worry. We're one bet. Right. So, um, moving on, Praddy, what have we got? We've got Ben Simmons versus Joel Embiid. It's not really a competition between the two, but we've seen in the recent, well, few games, the Sixers are falling off a bit. They're what? They've won four of their last ten games. Um, ben Simmons still refuses to shoot a single three after shooting one several months ago. Two. Two. In a month. Um, it's more than me on a Sunday. And the Sixers still, same. you know, have the same issues. I mean, Tobias Harris is, you know, playing well occasionally. 
Josh Richardson, again, very occasionally, they're, they're not very consistent in terms of what they're trying to do. So what do you think they can do, especially given Joel Embiid's recent comments um, talking about, well, problems of the team, but what was taken as a snipe at Ben Simmons? He was saying, um, if, you've got to, if you've got to space and shoot it, you've got to do it. We need everybody to buy into that and we'll be fine. I think what Philly need to do is get a time machine go back to 2018 and just not give Tobias Harris max deal. <laughs> I mean, you, you're paying this guy <laughs> that you can get 16 points a game these days from role players and you don't have to pay them 35 mil a year. I mean, I just think that the way they constructed this team, I understand they're in a rush. We want to contend for titles. Joel's in his prime close enough. Ben Simmons is, is more than good enough to be a starting point guard in a championship team. Um, I think they've just rushed it. Josh Richardson and Tobias, both not good fits. Al Horford's not on huge money, but even so, is he really that good of a fit next to Joel? I don't think the problem is having Ben and Joel on the floor at the same time. I think the problem is the other three guys. Yeah, you've got Derrick Rose giving you 18 points a game for 7.5 million a year. I mean... Yeah, give me Derek. <laughs> yeah. I like Derek. <laughs> I like him a lot. Man, that expletive, nice. Um, well, to be fair... Pratt's in... not going to swear once. So <laughs> just for our viewership. Um, I mean, in the vacuum, when obviously when uh, the previous season ended, Jimmy Butler wanted out because he wasn't meshing well with someone there. Uh, Brett Brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... Yep. You kind of have like your super, you have your obviously your superstars in Ben and Embiid, and you kind of don't want to let everyone go in like rapidly. You see mm. Tobias Harris as a player who's in past years always put up good numbers. You can't say he's had a season where he's put up bad numbers, mm. but he's also under that bracket, I think, of never really been on a good team and put up good numbers though. The Clippers were a good team last season. were a good team, yeah. I mean, the season, I mean, season when he was dropping like 28 games, they yeah. Weren't, I mean, all right, not good, great team. Mm. My, mm. Like, I'm talking at top five or six seed. But, yeah, but I think the question goes back to, like, the way the Sixers play now, and you look at just Embiid and Simmons, right? Embiid's the one shooting threes from three-point line, just so that Simmons can sit at the dunker spot and, you know, if he's, if he's not handling the ball. It just doesn't make sense for your point guard to be doing that. I understand Ben is a, not a good shooter. Like, it's fine. No, he's a unique point guard. I understand that. But I think if you're looking to optimize the way Embiid plays and you're looking to optimize the way Simmons plays, it becomes more difficult when both of them are on Joel's the Joel's giving like, Ben what he wants, but Ben's not giving Joel what Yeah, he that's wants. a great way yeah. to put it. I mean, yeah, yeah they can run a pick it. and pop yeah. very easily with Joel Embiid because he can shoot the. He, no, he, you, it's. As in. Joel Embiid isn't at least confident enough to shoot the three. Yeah, he'll he'll yeah. if he's open, he'll, he'll take, take ten yeah. games. Yeah, and he'll make he's, he he actually heats up the big boy. The, he, he makes them. But see, the problem with not having a ball handler that can shoot, it makes the pick and roll very easy to defend, and it also makes the pick and pop yeah. very easy to yeah. defend. Yeah. and it's something that you can exploit in the playoffs, as teams mm. have repeatedly done the past mm. two three years. Mm. I think the question for the Sixers becomes like. If this isn't working out, let's say we could get to the playoffs this season. Somehow, first round, they're really struggling. They're playing some team like I don't know who'd be. Like, they'll get Miami playing on Miami or, or something. Or yeah, I could see Miami beating them very easily. If I'm being honest, I just think Miami are versatile. Jimmy Butler is gonna. He's Jimmy Butler. Like, My he's only gonna, problem with that is if Joel's healthy, 
He's getting 40 a game on BAM with ease. I think, I think he is. Yeah. Can Joel drop 40 a game? Yeah. He, 40 a game? Joel's really good. He's had some good well, playoffs. Well, I mean, yeah, but Joel is... Dropping 40 a game over a playoff I mean, series is pretty... I mean... It's Shaquille O'Neal. That's, that's pretty rare by there, man. <laughs> per game, probably not 40, but you know what I mean. He's going to feast on BAM. That's what the thing. Do, do you think they'll get deep into the playoffs? I don't think they'll get deep into the playoffs. I think, I think they're that's about I think the second round. Unless yeah. they make moves. But, no. the, but that's the thing. They have these are the moves. This the team you're looking at now is the team that they put together yeah, to contend, right? And so, I think I also think Elton Brand hasn't gotten enough heat for what he's done to the team. I agree. I think he just brought in the big names and he's gone, I've done my job. I've got us I've got us Joel locked away, I've got us Ben locked away. We didn't get Jimmy Butler, but we got Tobias Harris, we got Josh Richardson, we got Al Walker. I've got five like perennial stars. I've done my job, but he, he has. Brad Brown, go. <laughs> yeah, it's like he, he's put a bunch of pieces together who are individually all good pieces, but they don't fit together. Yeah, mm. that's right. And mm. anyone could have told you this just looking at the team, without without hindsight. All right, I've, we I've, said this. We, I mean, I remember a conversation we had, and I know shout out to Young Tomer as well. Who, the, the moment the Sixers signed Tobias Harris and let Jimmy Butler go, That's the end of Tom was going off, and I agreed with him at the time. Yep. Actually, I think Bill didn't agree with us at the time. I, <laughs> now well, he's changed his well, But, yeah, well. but, but it, it, a bit like what Karan is saying is, it just doesn't make sense why you would have a team that's so top heavy, but then the top pieces don't fit together. together. Exactly. Like, yeah. that, that's, that just doesn't make sense. And at some point, I think you have to. They're gonna to have to make a decision about picking Embiid or Simmons. I just, I, I just don't really see a way think they they're win. gonna pick between them two. I, I just think you have to, unless Embiid has like a monster injury, you know, or unless where Simmons you just learns end up with Simmons. Right. Yeah, or Simmons somehow learns how to shoot. I think Simmons is gonna go. I, I, I just, I, maybe not soon, but I think there'll be a point where it just becomes too clear right. that we can't, I, we can't win with this team. I have something. And we need to get value back. A few points to support Simmons. Philly are twenty fifth. In the league for three point attempts and twenty third for makes, right? Mm. Do you know who leads the league in assists on three pointers made this ben season? Simmons. Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. Okay. So this Not guy James Harden. No. We're we're what, forty games through the season now? Yeah. Ben's got hundred and sixty assists to three that's four a game. Yeah. At least. He also creates hundred oh sorry, not hundred, eleven point eight points per game in transition. More than Giannis, mm. that's the most in the league. More than LeBron, more than Russ, mm. most in the league. So what what this tells me is Ben on a team playing fast, they should be dominating. And they need more shooters. They, they don't need a pick. They don't have shooters. They don't. They, they, I mean, you, you've got Joel in the post. If you don't double team him against any center in the league, I mean, odds are he's going to score. Except Mark Gasol. <laughs> yeah, all right. Mark Gasol, exactly. Al Horford, but Al, they're on the same team now. It doesn't matter. That's the only I, use of signing him. I yeah. just think like like Simon probably is the best playmaker in the league. I, I think in, in getting Ooh, getting right. your teammates buckets, pop the brakes. I see. Who's all right? Luca. He's maybe. the best playmaker in the league because he doesn't want to shoot. That's why. There's so he's always. <laughs> that's why right. he yeah. makes plays. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's fair. But I mean that like. Stats sometimes lie, but on a team that bad at three-point shooting and for him to still be leading the league in assisted three-point no, This is the thing. There is no question about his talent. I don't think that's the question. I think the question is the fit. I think it's just like, 
you, you can't just have one guy doing well and you're not optimizing your other pieces. I think exactly. that, that is where they're running into trouble. I think where, what we, we're know? all quick to forget as well is Philly were literally three seconds from making and probably winning the finals last year. That was Ooh. with Jimmy Butler and, Jimmy and JJ Butler. Redding. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean... Shooters and they Jimmy were Butler. Very, <laughs> I, I think their biggest mistake, honestly, was getting rid of Shamit, Covington and Sarich. For... Well, I mean, they got Butler for Roko and whatever else Short was in term. that deal. That was pretty big. But Shamit is is budget. Clay Thompson. Shout out Shamit. We, we love Landry. Shout out to Rahul. Shout out and Andy even Saric fit that team really well. Saric, yeah. He, yeah I he's, mean, he was taking the lesser ball and, and he was doing really yeah, well. Yeah, he'd put the ball on the floor. He'd make the right decision. I mean, he was only a, a 10 5 2 3 kind of guy, but he, he did his job. He was a perfect exactly. role player. Whereas now, you've got. Josh Richardson, who comes from a team where you know he could willingly score twenty a game because he had the opportunity, and now you're yeah. you're the fourth best scoring option, Al yeah. Horford fifth, and Richardson scoring is someone that needs a ball, and he's and he still wants to put up those. Yeah. You, you have to sacrifice. That's if you want to win a championship, you have yeah. to sacrifice. But That's I mean, fair. none of them have experienced the need for that yet. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> well, they need to now because they're they're slipping down to the seventh seed. Oh boy. So. Scoring aside, though, like if you look at the way the Sixers are constructed, they're, they're very well built to take on a team like the Bucks. I they're very well built to take on a team like the Lakers and the, Celtics. and the Celtics and the Clippers. I think their size is a huge advantage it's for them. Parallel, it, it, it just comes down to scoring in the playoffs. And in the last two seasons, what we've seen from them is... You yeah, know, you have no closer now that Jimmy's no walked away. Yeah. And, and playing Ben Simmons down the stretch of a close game is not opening up things for his teammates because... There's just no spacing. Yeah, because right? you just sag. Yeah, and, and, and MB Simmons... doesn't have enough space to operate. We've seen, lit- yeah. we've literally seen this for the last two years. Oh, you know, where Embiid shot thirty five percent from the field. Do you know Simmons what? doesn't take any jump shots. I think like, he... that is where the trouble is. Defensively, that team is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Having yeah. Ben Simmons on the floor pretty much guarantees an extra defender in the paint. Yeah, which kills Joel. Exactly. I mean, we saw what was it last? It was last year, right? LeBron was sagging about I don't know three meters back from Ben. That was last season, wasn't it? Season, oh. season before. It doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah. No, no, no. Anyone. Yeah, that, no, that's no, just no, LeBron playing season, defense. That's just That was previous LeBron James defense. In fact, right. The fact that a player can do that. In they didn't NBA, score yeah. those possessions yeah. either. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think but the, they can win enough games to get into the playoffs. Oh, they'll, they'll they make it. They need to raise their ceiling. Is the, That's the problem for the Sixers. I don't know how we do it. I don't know what we would suggest, but something has to be done. I think we can all agree on that. Like... I think the Pride best for thing for Philly... <laughs> Bring him back. Ben Simmons for Drew Holiday. Who says no? <laughs> Philly? <laughs> Probably the Pelicans. Um, Why would you have two Lonzo balls on the same team? <laughs> have one 6'10 yeah. and one 6'7 or whatever. Um, I think, honestly, the best thing that could happen to Ben Simmons this playoffs is what happened to Giannis. Just get completely All shut down. All the pressure's on you. They realize you can't shoot. Mm. What's Giannis come out and do Figure this year? This yeah. has happened to Far him before, though. Long no, it's already happened. It's different. Nah, it's, it's different, it's man. Different it's it's going to be Giannis different. is the guy. Yeah. And I don't know what Embiid's injury and Philly, situation is. So, so you're saying Ben Simmons is going to have to be the guy? No, no. Philly didn't lose because Ben wasn't shooting. They lost just because Kawhi happened. Like that, no, that, no, the year before against the Celtics. They lost that season in, because he wasn't shooting. Was he his first year or second year? I mean, it's still probably too early to bite on him for it was that. Was his rookie of the year? Yeah, the year. <laughs> sophomore of the rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah, but, but, I think if, if Ben in this year's playoffs, he'll probably, no, he'll probably a average a triple-double, yeah. but it, you know he splits it. He'll be high field goal percentage. He won't take threes. 
His free throw percentage will be lucky to be near 70. And then the league's all going to say to him, oh, imagine if Ben Simmons could shoot. Imagine if he made his free throws. What happened to Giannis last year? And now look at him. Free throws are... Been whacked to start the year, but they're climbing up, and he's making threes. I think you'd be that's, really I, I think that's a good point. Think, I think he went got... eight of seventeen, didn't he? Just, just I think even before the... But yeah. okay, given yeah. he did lose the well, he didn't lose a playoff series, but his inability to shoot did definitely oh, have an impact on them losing. No, yeah, for sure. But it wasn't like at least like I feel like Giannis owned the Bucks loss. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it wasn't his fault alone that they lost, but he, he knew if I was making. Like yeah, but then Ben shouldn't. Shots. Yeah, but then shouldn't Ben see that my yes. shooting is a problem? I need he, to fix this. He should, and he still I, hasn't. I, like he's it's yes, <laughs> we're forty-one we games to the season. How has he not seen that already? But exactly. this is the thing, right? Like we keep. If saying, he hasn't seen it by now, like I think you go. I, I'm, I was just saying, like if we keep saying it is the problem, and we all agree it is, right? But if he's on the court, and right now Embiid is out, and they've got Josh Richardson, they've got Tobias Harris facing the floor. They've got Furkan Korkmaz, who I don't think he's ever missed a three-pointer in his life. I've never like, seen him miss one. Like, he just doesn't need to take threes. I, I, I know they're I, losing I games. I agree. I, I know agree. They're yes. like, That's the problem. There are certain them. games, there are certain situations where as a point guard, it's sort of like, he has that point guard mentality where maybe he just doesn't need to shoot. Yeah. But, but he needs, he to, needs to see himself as a better want, player. Yeah. He needs to see himself as a player who, hang on, right now the team, like my teammates aren't making shots. Nothing's going to work. It's got to be me. To, it's got to be me. I, I, I don't think he has that mentality. But, but that's all that part of the, being a point guard, though. You need to know when to take over the game. game. It's but, like what CP3 does. But yeah. Ben's problem is, he, he, like, he's too good. Like, he's been able to do 16 8 8 mm. now with, without. Exp- yeah. and, what and Bill's feeling, saying, like, uh, yeah, when I you look at his stats on paper, point, it's yeah. like, it's he's doing good without there, there's yes. the, Like, this is a player you want on your team, right? Yeah. When you put him on the court and you watch him play, it's just there are. It's a, it's a case of a few possessions. We're again, we're talking the last yeah. five minutes of the fourth yeah. quarter. Like you, you watch him throughout the that game. That is where the yeah. that's he where, gets to the basket like, as easy yeah. as as Giannis as LeBron. But as that, that's guys, what they need but, though. Yeah. They fix those last six minutes of the game. Finish as well. As they raise their team ceiling. You know, that's what they need to do. But, yeah, that's. I guess we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is bottom, can, bottom line. It's yeah. This is a topic. I don't but, think you. I just don't think you should get rid of either of them. I think that's that's what I'm going with. So, do you remove someone else? Oh, yeah. Who I'm do not you paying Tobias 100 Chris Middleton dollars for... So, then where does he go? For that? Where, where does he where, go? Oh, that, who, with that contract... Who who whoever's dumb enough to take the money, Washington probably shout out Young <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Let's just move on. This I, is, this, we this, we've discussed day. this ad nauseum. We're going to revisit this probably until we stop. Just get a time machine and, and go back and don't... Hey, the man. And well, go, go forward 12 months, we'll probably still be talking about I'm the same sorry. thing. That's um, right. We probably will. <laughs> Come on, Ben. Make it three. That's our news for the week, unless you wanted to look at the all-star picks. Yeah, didn't the third third round just came out? It in? just came out, yeah. yeah. Let's have a look. Um, Let's see what we got. LeBron and Giannis. Well, I saw it was Alex Caruso fourth in guards in the Wait, West. And you, we wonder why so that, that... No one takes the it seriously. The big man, the... <laughs> The commish wonders why the fan voting should um, not continue. I think Derek Rose actually managed to make it up, and Zach Levine is getting up. That's my boy. <laughs> I mean, my my whole problem with the All Star Game now is that it's not that the two leading vote getters get to pick their teams. It's the fact that it's no longer conference based. Why do we need twelve from each? Give us the best twenty four in the league. Exactly. Yeah, because I, I mean, imagine we're doing this five years ago. You've probably got the best twenty players in the West. 
Yep. Like, yeah. 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 and I mean, yeah. like, if, for example, two years ago, like, we, we had Goran Dragic making it. I mean, he's a good player. But Zaza Pachulia back there, back in the day. <laughs> oh, no, no, but, but do you know what I mean? Like, we had guys like that making it, and then you have guys like Devin Booker missing out because, oh, you're on a Western Conference team, Phoenix are shit. You're, you know, you've won 10 games all year. Why should you make it? But that yeah. guy's just, like, he should make it. Right. I think my, my that's my uh, issue. Like, like the trouble is for the NBA. Damian Lillard like, as well. They have to cater for. Well, that's the thing. They've been doing the conference thing for years. But they've they've changed, changed it up to these captains thing. Yeah. Which that's for the players. Which though. is interesting, but, but like, the players like that, which is fair. They like that, yeah. Well, it, I mean, it's for the fans, but we we have to. It, they're playing. It, it should be. Yeah. They, they I just think when you look at it like in a historical perspective, I think there are. This happens to every sport. It's yeah. like when you start changing too many of these, like. You can't, like, if there's a year when 24 Western Conference players get selected, it's sort of like, okay, where's the representation from the East? It used to be you represent the Eastern Conference, the win you're, for the Eastern you're, Conference. You want to win. Yeah. yeah. So, so, at least 15. They're in that weird more. middle ground now where neither... What's going to happen with yeah, that sort of thing? it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So. Like, just, last uh, year, like, who, who cared? Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. We'll just so go crazy. through what the picks, what the sure. current voting results yeah. are. Yeah. Obviously, for the um, Eastern Conference front court, we've got uh, Giannis... Siakam, Joel Embiid, Butler, Jason Tatum, Taco Fall. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. <laughs> That's... Um, Bam Adebayo, Gordon mm. Hayward, Demarcus Savernus, and Andre Drummond. So, damn saddened for... Like, honestly... Getting some love. Like, Chris Middleton, he's so good. We, we joke, yeah, but, like, I, he's no, so we, good. Yeah, no, we don't joke. The, the dude's a beast. I don't know how he's not in the votes for the like, that's, that's That's nonsense. Like, I'm not wouldn't, wouldn't he be shooting guys? I'm not comparing the, the guards? two. No, he, no, he, 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 he does... He does both. Okay. Yeah. And he's not in the guards he's either. Not he's not in the guards either, yeah. yeah. That's, that's nonsense. Middleton, yeah. That's, that's a tragedy. As big of a Celtics fan as I am, one of Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown should be I missing mean, out. Gordon Hayward is up there and not Jalen Brown, yeah. actually. Gordon Hayward should not yeah, be Yeah, Gordon Hayward shouldn't be in the front court. No. He, he should, shouldn't be there. No. He's not at all-star this season. He's, he actually. shouldn't be... <laughs> Uh, what have we got um, for the guards yeah. for the East, Freddie? For the East, we've got Trey Young in number one, so he would be yep right up the top. We've got Kyrie Irving, then Kemba Walker, Derek Rose, Kyle Lowry, Zach Levine, Jalen Brown, Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, so and Fred even, Van Yeet. Like even Ben at eight, I think a joke. That, like that, yeah, that guy's be better than yeah. probably nearly everybody above him. Do I don't know like, why is Kyrie there. Yeah. Like, Kyrie's played what fifteen games this season. But I mean, if he's healthy. He should play. He should I be there. I, would, I, agree. I mean, I wouldn't take him over Kemba or Kyrie, but... Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's like if Steph comes back tomorrow, he plays. That's true. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's the thing. That's the I question. I mean, Kyrie, like, like, there's certain guys, like, that are at that level where if you're healthy, like, you're playing. You should be playing, it, yeah. it, It's like even Kobe in his final years. Like, you're healthy, yeah, man. He wasn't like, People star, still want to yeah. want to see you this guy see there. Yeah. yeah, so... Um, but do you think... So, do you think... I get that it's for the fans and that we want to see this guy there, but it's like, this also de- decides something of like a man's money or a man's career. Like Devin Booker, he's like a great player, but the West is so stacked with amazing guards. Do you think, it, like this season is perfect for him to make it? Clay Thompson, or, uh, Clay Thompson is out, Stephen Curry is out. I whole, agree. Whole bunch of other guys. Yeah. He deserves to make it. He deserves Agreed. to make it. Even when those guys are there. When those guys are there. But, like, they've obviously taken up, automatically taken up two spots. Then you've got James Harden. Yeah, I agree. Yep. The West the West has just had, like, top-tier locks for so, so long. Yeah, like, yeah there's, there's players like, that you... Steph, Clay, KD. Like, now you've got Kawhi and Paul George there LeBron, as well. LeBron, AD. I mean, you've got nine guys making it every year. You've got three spots for... Mellow at guys. six is... 
All right, let's go through the West. Um, yeah, so we'll go through the West here. We've got number one, LeBron James in the, for the front court. So we've got LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Nikola Jokic, Carmelo Anthony, Kristaps Porzingis, Carl Anthony Towns, Brandon Ingram, and Dwight Howard. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll say one thing. Anthony Davis moving to LA, underrated part of that, he's never missing an All-Star game again. I mean, he, he was... Oh, did he? I don't think he would ever miss. I don't think no. he did. He was he, anyway. Even in general. But broke, yeah. Even, even if he misses a season, dude's making the All-Star game. <laughs> no, that's, that's very true, actually. I pretty much think that that list is pretty close. You've probably got Cat... Cat I should probably be in Mello. Mallow's spot. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't have Mallow. Mallow shouldn't be in there. Chris no, should not yeah, be you, there. You yeah. put Mallow and KB probably shouldn't be in there, yeah. Well, Ingram should piece. be Ingram should be higher. The in- West front courts are yeah. pretty... That's stacked. They drop yeah. up. Stacked. And, oh, those lower, num- the yeah. lower guys, it drops pretty quick. But I, I think Guards are close. also very stacked. Like, what we got for the yeah, guards? Guards are, number one, Luka Doncic. Number one, James Harden, Damian Lillard. My boy, Alice Caruso, um, Russell Westbrook, uh, Stephen Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, D'Angelo Russell, and Ja Morant. Hey, just yeah. just a quick thing, yeah? How funny is it that number three for the guards is around about 900,000 to a million, a million votes? Yeah. Around a million. Number three for the forwards got pretty much three mil. Yeah, that's... That's crazy. Yeah. I think, but in today's game... You can see the drop-off. But Oh, it's because there's, it's two and three. It's two guards and three. Yeah. But yeah, but also yeah. I think in the last few years, the best players going around have been forwards, I would like, say. M- m- like, like ball like, handling like, forwards. Like yeah. there's been there's been LeBron, like yes. there's been Steph, Russ, Harden, but there's been like like yeah. KD, Kawhi, LeBron, Jordan, <laughs> Jokic. Like Kat, that are actually contending. That's yeah, the that's, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The big the big big like, I mean, yeah, James Harden obviously contending, but then Russell Westbrook has for the past few years, OKC is just like they get there, they lose. That's about yeah. it. Um, what what doesn't make sense to me about this is like, yes, fans get fifty percent of the vote, right? And then the coaches and players, I think, have also have a vote. And then I think it's NBA exec- or right, I don't know, yeah, whatever it is. But people, media, people, media, people in the media league, vote, media, media vote. Yeah, okay, yeah. so people in the league um, vote and stuff. What point is there for fans to be voting in like time? Like it's fun just to see. Oh yeah, this is so high. Is, is this going to happen every year? Like why it, it don't is. we just vote? Absolutely. Why don't we just let the fans vote for the starters? Because yeah. Yeah. if yeah. we look at the starters, that's, um, that's, that's fair clean. enough. Yeah. Like, but but again, it's you can't close. say it's close to. Is this just right. starters? Though? That's my point. Like, is this yeah. just no? It's... From from memory, fans only get to vote for starters, and then the you, head I mean, you only get ten the, votes. Pick the results. Okay. Because remember, okay, yeah, yeah, remember, yeah. Ben was was second for fan voting, but he yeah. didn't even get picked for a reserve because Brad Stevens was coach that year. Okay, and I'm pretty yeah. sure that the coaches slash they get discretion. They pick. It's the just results. like, but it's stupid. You're, I agree. Like if this is if does if this doesn't have any point to it, because you're just going to end up removing these players anyway. Yeah. Then it's the Zaza Pachulia rule. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's fucked that um, Trey Young would be above Kemba Walker as a starter, but then at least for the West, you've got James Harden, Luka Doncic, and then Kawhi, AD, and LeBron James. That's that's fairly good. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably the team. Like yeah. that's yeah. yeah. I yeah. still I still take issue with Kyrie Irving being above what Kemba Walker. Kemba. He, Derek. I mean, he, like obviously, yeah. Nah, so Derek I, I disagree be... with that because if Kyrie's healthy, man, in in a game to showcase like talent. He should be, yeah, I agree. He should be almost the number one pick, like in general. Yeah, like, I think in terms of like putting on a show, yeah, he's, I'm he's made for the All Star. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Then put him as a reserve. 
Like Ben Simmons Why should not be up there. Let him start. Kyrie, I have no problems with Kyrie uh, starting. Ke- Ke- Kemba should be starting, but mm. this is the thing. Like we're getting, like we're looking at players and they're like how their season is going or how good they are, as opposed to just looking at the game. Which yeah, is we just, have yeah. to it remember. Is just it's a spectacle. Start. Like, it's, it's a spectacle, spectacle to yeah, have. The, yeah. Like mm-hmm. Magic Johnson didn't even play for like two years and he came back to play the All Star yeah, game. Yeah, because the people want to see. You just want to see him play. So like that's balls. the thing. When you take this into account. There's this weird middle ground with like fans doing half and like people in the league doing half, but you just need to remember this game doesn't have any like they should just stop making no incentives bearing. for all star yeah, games. Like that that's dumb. what needs to change. Yeah, Leave the game dumb. as it is if you need to. Yeah. Change the incentive stuff to yeah, other in- incentives about like stats. Or yeah, something. but the other yeah. thing is like the all star game does have this prestige that it's built up over time. Like saying that a player is an all star, like they make the game. Yeah, it means yeah. something. Yeah. And and that's why that's why I think even the players getting a vote could be good. Because yeah. Like make it all twenty five percent players, yeah. coaches and executives, media, because, and then fans. Like, mm. Imagine like eg if it does go by fan voting, like whatever. Caruso's an all star, and then suddenly on his resume, like you're comparing Devin Booker to Caruso. Oh, Caruso's got one zero time, rings. Both yeah, of them. <laughs> one or two time all star yeah. Alex Caruso yeah. versus Devin oh, Booker. This guy dropped seventy in a game once, but he's never been an all star, never made playoffs. Blah blah blah. Like yeah. it's it's just it's stupid. Like yeah. and th- and that's where even that being an all star selection nowadays is sort of like yeah cool cool like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's no, agreed. Whereas you know in the nineties it's it was a big deal big deal confidence big deal. baby confidence. The all star game was like the it, did you guys watch the all star game last season? Yeah, I believe, I probably did, but I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think from memory, like I recorded it and watched it late. Like there was no big. I, f- yeah, I feel I like All Star Weekend for me, at least, it was like, oh, it happened. I didn't even remember that it was happening. Yeah, yeah. but I I remember back when All Star Weekend was a big deal. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like I would what in two thousand and two. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you were five, four years old. You that? Yeah, back 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 when Jinko was like yeah. yeah in his prime. I enjoyed um, watching Kobe fade away on MJ on the no, but even, twelve inch TV. Even in the early 2010s, like the All Star game meant something. Yeah, was, there was, was one where um, Kobe and Shaq both won Finals MVP. That was a pretty good game. That was big um, time. And yeah. that's that's I remember like going back a few years when when you're reeling off like you know Kobe versus LeBron still a debate. Yeah. Oh, Kobe's a three time yeah All Star MVP. MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Like it means something. Whereas yeah. now, like who who gives a yeah. shit? Like like yeah, Giannis AD, would have dropped like fifty yeah. and fifteen. Like eighty broke yeah. the scoring. Record <laughs> yeah, of the game. That's the thing. I was just and, and he was just getting open lobs yeah. and shit. Like no one. The no year one gave they a shit. played at New Orleans. Yeah, they basically all the places decided. Oh yeah, AD is going to win. And the commentator, I remember. I think it was was Reggie Miller and. I, I couldn't tell you who was on with yeah. him. But they were mad. That he I think there the have to be incentives associated with the All-Star game that affect things in the season. Yeah. I, I don't know how you do it, but... Yeah, but the one interesting thing I heard was the, the conference that wins the game gets um, home quarter advantage. advantage in the final. You can't do that anymore because now... But that would be interesting. No, you don't have a like, conference You don't have a yeah. conference anymore. Mm, but, but that would that be was, really I good. thought that was really great because the players are actually going to... Like players They're like LeBron James, yeah. James are going to go... I'm going to be in the finals. I need home court. That's yeah. right. And um, then you get the big, the last, yeah. like, the last six minutes is probably You'll see the Giannis most going It's the most time. enjoyable to watch. Like, you can yeah. skip the whole game, watch the last five last minutes. Six, they yeah. make it close and then they battle. Yeah. But, like, imagine that, like, they probably don't do that for the first half, but yeah. a lot longer than the last five or six minutes, you're going to see at least, like, something that resembles normal yeah. NBA basketball. I think that's right. a good time to get onto the next segment. Yeah. Um, we'll start talking about the uh, winners and losers from the past week. Yeah. Yeah. So ba- basically, what this is just to explain is like um, 
everyone um, one or two a week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we just pick a a someone, a highlight loser. a player or a team yeah. that we think is a winner or a loser. And um, yeah, I don't know if everyone's got one or just a few Ooh. things. We'll see see what we have. So <laughs> if, it, if it jumps out, yeah. sort of. Fatty, you've got... Yeah, um, so my winner for the week is uh, Damian Lee, um, one of the many young guys on the Golden State Warriors. He's not exactly young anymore. He's actually 27 years old. Oh, wow. Damn. Um, He's young like Jesse Lingard. I'm, I'm not surprised Paddy's nitpicked a... Dub Scott here. <laughs> they're, they're like nine and thirty. But Love him more than my right. family. But they got a winner. <laughs> they got a winner. Yeah. Got to win something Pascal. this season. Um, no, I mean he in college itself, he was getting many accolades. He, he you know, got some play. There's so many, you know, of those college national player of the year, all of those things. Um, but then he's you know torn his ACL during that period. He's fractured his hand. He's got so many injuries during that period. He gets he finally declares for the draft and goes undrafted. Then gets picked up by the Atlanta Hawks, goes around to a couple of other teams, um, and finally lands in Golden State about two and a half years ago. Mm. Um, during that period, he was garbage time player and wasn't very good. He had low confidence. He had the moves. He made some shots here and there, but he wasn't very good. And then this year, he stepped into the perfect opportunity with everyone on the Warriors being dead. Um, Literally. <laughs> G League in the league. Yeah, basically. <laughs> brutal. Hey, Teams have lost to us. <laughs> it's also very true. <laughs> Apparently nine. That's the number at the moment. Um, and I mean, finally, at you know, two and a half years into finally being into the league, um, he's finally gotten his first multi-year contract, which you know spans about four four point five million dollars over the next three years or so. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's just a feel-good story. Like, the man's finally, you know, made a name for himself yeah. in the league, and it's one of the few victories for the Warriors yeah. this season. Yeah. Well, um, I think it's perfect, because, it, like... It's a great story. Uh, the one thing we've seen from the Warriors this season is, uh, maybe when Steph was healthy, a lot of things people said was that, obviously, yeah, Steph, Draymond, and Clay when he comes back, but, and D'Angelo... What else can they what find else? This like, year? they don't have... And, like, it, this is the sort of instance where... This is a perfect, it, perfect. year for yeah. this. <laughs> this is yeah. great. This is the a great development gonna, opportunity. Like, yeah. the, not the league, but the fans... They're yeah. gonna hate the Warriors again, <laughs> yeah. but like they're gonna be really good to watch again. Like, yeah. like they've they've found so many guys this year that they otherwise wouldn't have found. Like, yeah. like they look at the guys they've moved in the past few years because, like, I'm yeah. sorry, like Quinn Cook, you're really good for this team, but we, we have no we room pay for you. you. Yeah. We, we can't, can't pay you. you. We have yeah. no room for you. I'm I'm sorry. So like, many guys will hopefully come off the books in the next few years as well. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's also, what I mean. Like Damian Lee, Pascal. Also, another underrated part of the season. We finally answered the question: How would Draymond Green be if he was okay. on the team? No, hold on. I have I have something to say about this. I know it's just winners and losers, but I no, want to say. I think this. Draymond on defense has still been really good. Sir, hold he's, on. It's just who's he passing the ball to on offense? <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, we're talking about Damian Lee, but is he giving you twenty a game? Nah. Yeah, bro, he's, he's got D'Angelo Russell. Okay. He's got a new twelve oh, yeah. game, <laughs> sir. That's the thing, sir. People have said, yeah, okay, if Draymond wasn't surrounded by superstars, sure, he wouldn't be as good. But no one was saying, how would Draymond Green do if he was surrounded by G League yeah, players? Yeah, I think we have to, yeah, like, the, he's just, probably also not playing as hard as he should. Like, no, let, let's I just, know. he doesn't want to get I heard Charles Barkley say the guy's averaging a triple single. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> last year, he averaged 8, 7, and 7 last year. This year, yeah, he's um, averaging 8, yeah. 5, and 5. I mean, it's, like, it's a dip, but it's we, not We huge. know what Draymond is. Yeah. And a team like, for example, the Portland Trailblazers, 
would kill for a player like Draymond. Oh to be yeah, on their team. Oh, Draymond yeah. fits and like a glove on a super team or a team with talent. Yeah. Not so much on. I think on a team where nah. he where he doesn't have to score like mm. ten points, he would do well with what? Even the Dallas Mavericks. Oh yeah. Let's not forget this guy dropped 32, 15, and seven in game seven and like. Let's just you know, oh, let, knows, like let's not disrespect nah, him to the point where he knows how to win you know, big time yeah. games. Like we, we, we and we, what what Prad said oh, and and sorry. Jinx, like yeah. it is basically D'Lo, Draymond, and guys who would not play <laughs> yeah. because any, literally even the Chicago Bulls they're not playing these guys. We started yeah. like uh, like obviously they've gotten better as the season gone on, but we were, we have been giving meaningful minutes to Willie Cauley Stein, Marquis Chris. And Omari Spellman. They yeah, have, I, I really Whereas, if, if you've got, like, Steph, Clay, Dre, even Looney healthy, like, filtering those guys in is no problem. Not but, like, when that's, you've that's got, a key for But the when you've got three of those guys on the court at the same time with Draymond Green, <laughs> yeah. what's he meant to do? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, Getting back to Damian Lee, though, I think yeah, come um, the yeah. well, key, key thing for the Warriors as well is not just having players with, like, finding players with talent. The, the system there is. Yeah, I mean, Steve, them, Kerr, yeah. Steve Kerr does a fantastic job of like, it doesn't matter, like the next man up mentality of like, it doesn't mm. matter who's coming up. Like, yeah. this is what we're yeah. doing. And yeah. finding um, the right guys to buy into that. Yeah, that and scheme. what yeah. what the Warriors are doing this season is actually a bit underrated. The, all these guys are getting minutes. Yeah, the, guys the, like Pascal, um, Spellman, and yeah. Bowman, yeah, so they're, they're and just and working through the, the roster of guys that they've got, getting yeah. them exposure, see if they fit in the system. Once. And then we could like literally say, all right, you're good. You're not... Yeah, and just plug and people in. You know, can even see it. Like, they're obviously not the team they were, but I think it was against Denver the other day. They were we lost by three. Yeah. They, they scored 120 on yeah. Denver. Like, Denver... Denver's, I think yeah. they're the best yeah. defensive team by rating, at least, so far. Okay. Like, yeah. for Golden State, with their G League guys and D'Lo, <laughs> to score 120, <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Um, do you want to go through your winner for the week? Yeah. Or? Um, to no surprise, we've already... Heavily disgusted, but just quickly, the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, just going into a bit more into why they're they're playing so good. They're nine and three in their last twelve. They lost to the Clippers today by a possession, so effectively nine and four in their last thirteen. In that span, they're sixth for points, one hundred and fifteen a game, fifth for three point percentage, and second for makes. Yeah, and I think this is just. Like a perfect reflection of Lonzo. Like, yeah. since he's been back, like th- this guy doesn't need the ball to dominate the game. Like, yeah. th- they play fast, they play in transition, and there's, there's honestly, we've seen there's not many teams that can keep up with them. Yeah, yeah. Lon- like, Lo- the minute Lonzo gets on the floor, the game speeds up. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, you watch the ball. Whoever rebounds the ball, you get that to Lonzo. Mm. Like, it, it's over. Like, mm. you, you got Brandon Ingram. He's gonna, he's gonna bang a three from the corner. He's open for like Lonzo makes the right decision and he makes it fast. Yeah. Yeah. One, one, yeah, one thing with Lonzo, um, he did this in college as well. He wouldn't, like, if he had the ball, he wouldn't just dribble up the floor if he saw he had an open outward pass further up. He, he, he'll take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. He'll, just, he'll just make the pass. Yeah. But um, there are a lot of point guards that are just dribble up the floor. Yeah. I'll, say, like I'll say this as a, yeah, as a former Laker. A lot, a lot of the frustrations You're a that, came, that uh, Lonzo <laughs> being a former Boy, Laker. Finally a like, Maverick fan. A lot, of the, a lot of the frustrations coming from Lonzo were main thing were his injuries I think when there's no question that when he's healthy when he's on the floor yeah. and he has the ball in his hands he's not playing next to LeBron James yeah, there's right. just no question that this guy can like Could be control good. a team and especially a team with 
that's about to have so much talent. Yeah, you know? I think that was um, the big thing in LA was like LeBron's never had to play with developing guys. Like yeah. he's playing with yeah. a like I know what I've got in yeah. in um, Jr. Smith in Kyrie, Kyrie, yeah, in, in Dwayne like, Wade, yeah, Chris Jay Crowder yeah. guys. Like like yeah. they're, they're, they might not be super guys, but yeah. like that he knows what he's got. Whereas yeah. Lonzo Ingram, like all the young, like what do I have? Yeah. Like, like what 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 can you give me? Like obviously he wants to win now, and that they. Obviously, weren't good enough for that, but yeah, but but that's the thing. Like Lonzo's never going to be the guy who you rely on to get you twenty points. I mean, we mentioned this earlier. Yeah, um, but he doesn't need to be, now. and he doesn't need to be. I think Jason Kidd is like the perfect sort of comparison to him. If you look at the way Kidd, they, Kidd could score the ball, they don't but... really play alike though. More Nash, maybe? no, but I no, think not I, Nash. I, I Na- Nash, Nash shot in, the ball. In, <laughs> in, okay, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. selfless. Uh, I'm happy for you. Like yeah. for I'm happy. I'll score ten points. Yeah, and I'm yeah. happy for Brandon to score forty. If I score five, we win the game. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he's, whereas... but unlike Ben Simmons, he's also enough enough of a threat to shoot the ball. Oh yeah, like, oh, yes. let's not forget that. I... Like it's not a case of like the he's Pelicans... only going to score ten points. He will shoot the ball if he needs to. You saw this. If he's wide open, you'll take a shot. Like I think the Pelicans coaching staff. Like you, all you need to do is look at like Brandon Ingram's form from yeah. last year to this year. Oh, yeah. There yeah. is no surprise why this well. guy's forty. Yeah. yeah, that's what Lonzo's I'm saying. Like, there's no well. surprise yeah. that they're, yeah. like they're, they're absolutely elite shooting. I, I, ooh, I saw a stat earlier today. Like yes, Ingram's changed his shooting form, but after the All Star like, break oh, last season, I, Ingram I, was doing you were huge 24, on this. He six was huge. and four yeah. after the All Star break yeah. last season. Like this has always been coming, and um, yeah, the Lakers yeah. were yeah, great, just yeah. like rightfully impatient. I yeah, think would cool. be, yeah, and uh, I, th- I think just with Brandon Ingram, me and Jinx, we had this discussion a few years ago. I think in Ingram's rookie ago, year, yeah, this was like, yeah, yeah, where um he got a lot of unfair flack. I feel for being a bust for not about, living up to he his weight about twelve. Yeah, exactly. Pounds. He weighed about twelve pounds. He was only like eighteen years old. I think yeah. in his yeah. rookie year. And after the All Star break, he was balling. Yeah. You could. Fast I think he's yeah. a great example of a player who like. You come in and you take him for their potential, but also the you player to needs wait. to you like have to wait. Yeah, you for them to time, be a bust, yeah. like that's the thing. You need to figure out the player's strengths. Like he never and got can the worse. Player, he never yeah. stopped. Like he never stopped working. He always improved. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and what, now yeah. he's figured out how to use his ball handling. He's figured out how to use his length. <laughs> he's a problem. And he just knows how to get to a spot. Like <laughs> and he put those things together. You see what he's doing, and um, I think other teams need to look at their young players and sort of think similar. Think similarly as like yeah. So just on, just on these young guys and um, the Pels being my my winner of late, their their front office in the last few years they've essentially I'm, I'll be missing a few like minor details here, but essentially Anthony Davis, Solomon Hill, Jordan Bone, DeAndre Hunter have turned into Ingram, Hart, Lonzo, Nikhil Alexander Walker, man, Cuz love that guy, Jackson Hayes and uh, Diddy Luzada, who's at Sydney Kings, so they get him probably after this season. So, like, they've stacked this team with yeah. just, like, so much youth. Yeah. And, like, I think in five years' time, like, this Anthony Davis trade, Pals win it, and I don't think it'll be close. No, I, see, I, th- I, th- I think that the Anthony Davis trade is a win-win. Mm. The Lakers, well, they didn't really... But if they... If, all right, if the Lakers don't win a title, do they win the trade? Yeah, I think so, because... Why? I mean, ma- making making the comp- I mean, that's obviously not what a team like LA is aiming yeah, for. Yeah. But being a high level playoff team is still a win. Do you think LeBron wants to spend the tail? No, 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 but that's it's not LeBron. Thing. It's the Lakers, right? If all right, you're, you're getting AD. But it is LeBron. Right? Right, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. how many years has he got? Realistically, he's got three more years. Three, three. Right. Yeah. Now, once LeBron goes, 
you're bad, right? If, if 80s... Well, Anthony Davis yeah, was no, no, 29 right. years old at that time, so... Okay. <laughs> and you but, can build around Davis. And you can, no, build you can but with what? You, you've given all your picks... You've got nothing else to trade. Wait, in three years, what sort of assets will they have again? They, no. they, they'll start having their own picks again, right? No. Four years. They will. It's for four years. They they get... The Pals get three actual picks and they get pick swaps in the other years. So, effectively... Okay. So, what is the last year but that they have well, to do They don't need swap? to build only through the draft. Like, no, no. No, just, obviously. They but trade. they have yeah. no pieces to trade. It's LA. Players are going to want to sign there. Like, no, they will. As I'm a sorry. Laker fan, I'm not worried. Like, I understand no. what you're saying, but I think... I think the Pels win the trade in five years' time. I don't know about... When the, again, like... you. From the a team doesn't Lakers. have to lose a trade for the other team to come out yeah. with a positive yeah, outcome. The, the, obviously, the, the Pelicans yeah. have done very well. Like, they have. They've yeah. made. They, I think no one's they've been one of the that. biggest trade packages ever for AD. Yeah, I, I don't think the. Oh yeah. I don't think there's any denial like in that. But we just need to like yes, even if the Lakers don't win a championship, the fact that LeBron got to spend the final years of his career competing for a ring, a star level player in Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis wants to play in LA, wants to stay I think there it's in LA. good for LA. Like, in that's that. what we wanted. Like, no, that's I not agree. Like, yeah. I agree. But yeah. f- I think for for the Pals, though, like that they weren't going anywhere with AD. Like they, they were never going to win a ring. They were. Yeah. They, they were never going to be were bad enough. Fringe playoffs. Yeah. Like yeah. they were. They were a six to ten. Yeah. They they came fourth or fifth that one year with where DMC played most of the year, and then. Yeah. They smacked Portland, but then... But, but here's the thing. You're saying the Pelicans will win the trade in five years' time. Do you think they'll win a championship with this young core group of players? I think they can. I you mean, think we, they can? With well, these young there's a lot of variables. Yeah, yeah, no, there is. Because Zion hasn't played yet, number one. Yeah, yeah. Number two is obviously keeping them all together. Yeah. Number three is obviously you can trade Drew Holiday for some good pieces. Yeah. But, like, what, what I'm saying is in, in five years' time, you're going to have Lonzo mm. at the peak, Brandon Ingram at the peak, Zion at the peak... Jackson Hayes, yeah. Nikhil but let's separate. Walker. Let's separate Zion from All the right, trade no, though, because no like the trade is yeah, different. Right. Like picking Zion Williamson, like that's just if Zion pays off, that's a totally separate thing to trading for Anthony Davis. I like, think Brandon Ingram. Yeah, that that, like, that pick wasn't as a result of the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, that's got nothing to do with. I the think Lakers Brandon trade. Ingram is already showing enough for the Lakers to be to, a number one option think, on the championship to think team. We've I don't we know missed the beat here. I think like. It's easy to say now, but they should have traded Kuzma. See, I also don't think... The, the Pelicans wouldn't have yeah, taken Yeah, but the Pelicans like, wouldn't have taken yeah. that. And throwing, I don't think... That, Ingram, like, and I don't think Ingram fits yeah. that well next to LeBron either, personally. Yeah, he does. He, did, not, he did it. This yeah. is an interesting, just on this, whether they win the trade, lose the trade sort of thing. LeBron, since 2010. The big thing has always been who's the third option, how well is the third option performed. Yeah. Right? You've, you've had in Miami, Chris Bosh. You've gone back to Cleveland, Kevin Love, now at the Lakers, who's the third option. Starting from 2010 when Bosh moved, um, obviously like these guys are going to are gonna move to a LeBron team, especially having a second superstar there, like firstly Wade, then Kyrie, then now Anthony Davis. The third piece is obviously going to have a smaller role, but just a quick oversight into what happens. Um, this is nearly identical for, for all situations with LeBron in the last 10 years. You've got Bosch, who was aver- yeah. you've got Bosch, who was averaging twenty four and eleven for the Raptors, yeah. and then he and this is on twenty nine percent usage. Then he moves to Miami with with Wade and LeBron. His field goals decrease from seventeen per game to thirteen, and only seven rebounds down from eleven. His usage decreases from twenty nine to twenty three. 
So effectively, you go from being ob- an, an obvious number one guy to a number three guy. The exact same thing happens with Kevin Love. Yeah. He goes from 24 and 10 on 28, 29% usage yeah. down to 16, 17, maybe eight rebounds on 23% usage. Yeah. Kuzma's usage, this this like last stretch with LeBron, has been almost identical to those guys. But the okay. problem is, he's not outputting near enough. Well, we know that. Like that's yeah, not well, even the we, kn- we like, know that Kuzma wasn't. But th- th- there is no way the Pelicans would have taken Kuzma. Like no, that, no, that's just. But that's right. Like but that's the point. We're historically, talking. for like LeBron's teams to do, yeah. like I- I'm talking, obviously make the finals. You need a gu- you need a third option. You need like that's the third option to, that's, yeah. to be twenty a game. We can have a separate podcast usage, on how to shit on LeBron, but that's that's not shitting on LeBron though. That's not as fault. No, no, this is what I'm saying. The Lakers, like, like clearly, if I can if I can find these, yeah. If I can find That's these numbers, team. how can the Lakers not not see we, we need a legitimate third option guy? Because they need well, we're see, we're thirty three and eight. In, see, it's a, ca- <laughs> it's, it's a cash twenty two, right? Yeah, we're so not you've got panicking. Your... Like it's not like yeah. no, no. But they know like it, they're thirty three and eight, but like they're they're still clearly concerned. We don't have enough. Yeah, but, but I mean, okay. no team is playing to their full potential. Like that's okay, but see, the thing is, right? The... It's a cash twenty two. So if you keep Brandon Ingram and you don't trade for AD, well, you've got your third option, but you don't have AD. You'd have no second option. You'd, What's you'd the problem? <laughs> <laughs> why why are we talking about this? It's just like, no, what are you talking about? They're going to get those. Yeah. There's <laughs> things that they need. They're about to get them as well. I mean, Darren Collison is coming out of retirement just to join the Lakers. There was I someone else happening, yeah, I had recently yeah, who was... Do we want Darren Collison? I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't know about me, but Jake, do you want Darren Collinson? If he wants to he's a good shooter. Sure, he's a good um, yeah. playmaker. He's a good ball handler. It's like a glove for the best. I mean, I think every contending team could use more sh- good shooting. Like, it, it, it won't... Let's not talk... The Lakers is a, like... Rabbit hole? Yeah. Like, this, I, is a, this is a topic for... I think they'll really... A podcast. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I think they'll really regret... Letting Brandon Ingram. Go. Okay, that's that's Bill's contention. We'll get back to this in like that was my in July. Well, let's, let's get back to this in July. We'll once Kobe gets back from Kobe, we'll have when, a talk about that. <laughs> four straight playoff series. Well, uh, what, what else? <laughs> what other? Um, I mean, that's it for winners. Eh? Shall we move on to losers? Did um, anyone yeah, have a loser? Sure. Didn't you? Yeah, have? I, yeah, I had uh, Andrew Wiggins and well, Carl Anthony Towns, the Minnesota and Timberwolves all together. Um, I, they were going to be my loser this week. <laughs> Hey, my loser for this week was Jalen Brown because he took a under market value extension before the season started. But you know. <laughs> um, that's just facts. Though. He's underpaid. Yeah, but essentially, so starting the season, Wiggins was uh, Wiggins Island was one of the biggest things around. You know, everyone was trying to buy real estate there. There was a subway shop there. Apparently, it was great, and everyone was moving there. And now it's very isolated. There's nothing there. <laughs> it was a false me. investment. <laughs> you killing me, dog? Okay. Over, okay. I know it's a, it's a short period, but it's going further back into the season. They had a, what a, I think it was eleven or twelve game losing streak in the middle there over the past four. Twelve, I think. Yeah, they yeah, had like obviously Carl Anthony Towns was out for the last few, but in that time you're supposed to have your second star step up, which is supposed to be Andrew Wiggins. In that period, he's dropped eleven, ten, and ten. Nice. He had a twenty-two point game in there, and they lost that as well. <laughs> We're not surprised though, with Andrew Wiggins anymore, are we? Look, obviously this this season has been... They started off as you know one of the hottest teams, and it's completely fallen off. And the, the Wolves have invested a lot in Wiggins, but it's clear that he's not the player that the Wolves need to pair with Carl Anthony Towns. Nah. The Wolves are, like I, like I said, they're, they're, 
everyone in the West is close to making the playoffs. They're, what, 4.5 games back of the 8th seed? They're not making it now. I think. But that's the late. thing. There's no teams that they can beat out for that. Even the New Orleans Pelicans have been playing well without Zion Williamson. And they're about to get him back. And without Drew Holiday. Exactly. I, what? I, I just don't think any team is going to take a player like Wiggins in a trade. And they're complete... the Wolves have to change something. The Wolves... He costs way too much. Yeah, but I mean, Towns no, is, is going to be moved. I think, I think like, Towns at the start of the year, in the first 20 games, everyone was like, holy shit. Like, this... Like Wiggins, like remember he, he had yeah. that stretch where he was doing like twenty five, thirty five, thirty and forty. Like yeah. he was like, and he was actually playing pretty decent defense too. Yeah, and now it's like cats out. You've been exposed. Like you're, you're Take, suddenly do something no good again. But also, like let's just be like the Wolves have not had anything to play for. Like that, no. like, like there's always the early season optimism, and you come out firing, and like, like we see that every single season. As soon as you don't know, you know you're not playing for anything. Um, I think this happens to a few teams. And, like, Wiggins still has enough talent to sort of go... If he puts it together all of a sudden... He's insanely, he's insanely good. Jimmy like, Butler was huge on, like, Wiggins being... A fat elite. guy. Elite, yeah, yeah. Like, elite oh, well, freak. Yeah. 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 yeah and For Jimmy Butler to say that, I mean... Yeah, but the, the problem was Jimmy Butler also had a huge issue with Andrew Wiggins' motor and desire not, to not play trying. the game. Yeah, yeah. On the flip side of that. And, of um, and, I mean, that's, that's the thing. If you have a player like that who's supposed to be your second star after Carl Anthony Towns... That's not going to work. No, I mean, no. what what reason is is there for him to not have a motor in that set, in yeah, that case? Yeah. He's got the opportunity. They need him. Yeah. What's the issue? Yeah. He I needs think, to I think just step a, it up. It's a clear loser. Like it's just the Wolves in general. Like, I think they. I don't know how they fix. I think the big thing like, the, coming up is Cat playing together with Booker. I've been saying this for three years. I mean, I'm not like, even joking. Like he's just gonna They're walk. They're best mates. He's gonna yeah. walk. But yeah. why? Why the hell would Devin Booker want to go and play for Minnesota? Like, what are they? Their front yeah, office. It's cold there you. too. I mean, at least in Phoenix, <laughs> the weather's decent. God damn. <laughs> at least you have DeAndre Ayton in Phoenix. What? Yeah, they have Andrew everything. Ray. They have Ricky Rubio there as well. That, that's a perfect combination for him. They have Ricky Ray. Rubio. They have. I don't know if he's gonna Ray. be there until then. They have Ubre. They have they have a genuine talent, and the Phoenix Suns are still a threat to make the playoffs. They're a genuine possibility. And see, maybe like not the, this season, but at some point, it's yeah, going to happen. Like, they're a lot closer yeah. than the Wolves. The yeah. thing with Wiggins, right? No, I'm talking the, about the trade. Like if there's mm, a trade, the happen, thing with yeah. Wiggins, right? The biggest knock on him coming from college to the NBA was that he didn't have enough of a motor. People didn't know how much he cared about the cared about the game. Now, this is a common refrain used against some guys that have interests outside basketball, like with Jalen Brown. A big reason why he was projected to go, say, I think eighth or ninth in that draft was that they didn't know how much he cared about basketball. Wasn't that also because they thought he was too smart? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they thought he didn't care about the game enough because they thought he was too smart, which is... I mean, I guess it is a bit of a concern because you could think that he's not going to channel all his energy into basketball, but then, like, dude, th- this, is, this is stupid. But with Wiggins... That's a genuine concern. Yeah. yeah. And it's not because, you know, he's got some other priority, it seems. It's just not... It doesn't care It, enough, it just it doesn't seem like basketball is what he's, he cares about yeah, the most. Yeah, he's talented enough to be the guy. Yeah. And he just hasn't been. He's just, cont- he's just content with what he has. Yeah, like, but like, at the like, end of the day... Just, he's making however much a year he does. And he's still yeah, dro- I mean, he's yeah. still dropping, what, 23 points per game. It's not like he's, you know, putting up bad numbers. The but it's not the, what he needs. Yeah. It's not what the team needs. Yeah, but at the end of the day, though, how much can you really shit on this dude? Because how many people would just go into work every day and mail it in for a paycheck? 
just his paycheck just happens to That's be true, millions of dollars. <laughs> I mean, there's 325, well, more than that, nearly 400 players in the NBA who would rather do what he's doing. I think we're touching and on the wider NBA problem here is that, yeah. like, there's 30 teams in the league. There's 10 players who can realistically say, yes, I'm contending for a championship. And even that 10, you could argue that it's less. It's exactly. Yeah. All the other guys after that who are earning money and dropping points and see themselves as stars don't really have anything to play for. Like, if, we, if we're just being totally honest, like, it's, they're playing it's for... just the reputation you know, of And at that point, yeah. And at, at, that, at that point, you've got... Wiggins is one guy, but you can look at any bad team and say, like, there's a guy dropping points Trae here. Young, he's not playing. Luka, yeah. yeah. And you can always, like... Wiggins is a bit different. Before the season. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, this is a lot of NBA problem. I don't see this getting fixed anytime. Guys are just going to be playing for these things. Like, I, think it, I think it's just a human like, thing. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's just a human thing. Yeah. Um, and you can't knock on him too badly because what else can you do? Like, exactly. what, what else can you do? Say he plays well, the Wolves aren't good enough for them to, no, without Cat. Like, it's just not... I don't even think they're good yeah. enough. I mean, sure, you've got freaks like Jimmy Butler, but then at the end of the day, how many Jimmy Butlers are there in the world versus how many Andrew yeah. Wigginses yeah. are there in the world? Yeah. I feel like Wiggins probably shouldn't be shat on for something like this. It's not his fault that the Timberwolves decided to give him a ridiculous contract. Oh, yeah. Why, yeah. why would you say no? Like, the, A big hypothetical is, what if... Cleveland never traded Wiggins and he got to play alongside LeBron for two years. Like, the mentality that gets instilled probably in him, we, he would be a totally different player now. I think, like, these are things you sort of, you know, when you evaluate players, it's not all intrinsic. Like, yeah, you, there's you, so many other factors that come into it. And the Wolves are just an unfortunate, yeah. unfortunate organisation. Yeah. Like, that's just... There's no... They're, yeah. they're the biggest loser here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I mean, Andrew Wiggins is now stuck in that situation, which makes him rather... A loser. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So with that fully discussed, we all know a lot more about Andrew Wiggins and his murder now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll look to wrap things up. Um, just before we end, guys, this week we've got a pretty interesting matchup. We talked about both of these teams today. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans uh, are playing against the Memphis Grizzlies this week on uh, Tuesday. Mm. What do you guys take on that? I'm going Grizz. Grizz. Yeah, that's, the Grizzlies are guys, just, that's after Zion back. Williamson gets back. No, it's not. Isn't it Tuesday? Wait. <laughs> Hold I on. Oh, it's no. before, right? <laughs> Is it before? I don't know. Either way, I'm taking Oh, Grizzlies. okay, no. So, yeah, it's the, it's the, around, it's the yeah. game before. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the game before Zion debut. They'll... they'll Ja is the Rich. most exciting point guard I've seen. You think uh, Alonzo Ball's all defense can't stop him? Ooh. Mm. I don't think so. Mm. Who's stopping Ja Morant? Man, he's a killer. Yeah, I'm going Grizzlies. Yeah, like, I love the Pelicans, but like, the, right now they're on fire. Let's just put it. Oh that yeah, way. right now yeah, they're on fire. They beat. Yeah. I mean, they they nearly beat the Clippers today. I mean, yeah. they they'll, they'll be a good team. Yeah, they're a good team. I'm going to take the Pelicans. I think they're All rolling, right. and I don't think anyone on the Grizzlies is really going to stop anyone like Brandon Ingram. Yeah. All right. I like it. It'd be a good game. All right. Well. Thank you, everyone, or all our four viewers, for tuning in through the uh, inaugural yeah, Beancast. Thanks for listening. Um, we certainly had a lot of fun doing this. Just and so I'm sure all four of you listening actually did. <laughs> yeah. hey, boy, if you a, got to the end here. Yeah. Just, just a quick stat before we all go. Russ, 80% from the field, first half against the Lakers. All right, that's hey. a good way to finish the That's a wrap. Yeah, that's